0: Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social, helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice.
1: Hey, and welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social. I'm your host, Darla Powell. Today's guest, Michael Unbroken, is going to maybe trigger a few of you out there. I know I got a little verklempt when I was interviewing him because his advice Really hit me on a deeper level, but I know that you're going to find it very helpful, whether or not you are someone who suffers from past trauma from childhood or adulthood or self-esteem issues. It's it's all about mindset today, but mindset on a really deeper dive. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Don't miss my conversation with Michael Unbroken. It's time for many news, many news sesh, yeah. yeah. All right, this week, we welcome back to the Mini News, Gavin. Gavin, today we're talking about something brand shiny and new. What you got?
0: That's right, Darla. So we are right now talking about Meta's new platform that they have in the works, and that is called Super. And it is a live streaming platform that is kind of similar to Twitch. You know what? It's funny. They reached out to me
1: on uh, my Darla Powell home account and they said, hey, we're doing a beta on this super thing. And I'm like, sure, what the hell? I'll try it out. But I had no idea what it is. So I'm glad that you're here today to help me figure out what the hell I just signed up for.
0: <laughs> Definitely. It's uh, it's something that's kind of been in the works since late 2020. Um, and it's currently being built by Meta's new product experiment team. Um, this is kind of something that uh, they're slowly getting influencers involved in. I think there's only maybe up to 100 influencers um, out of everybody right now that, that are kind of experimenting with it and testing it, but they're paying those influencers anywhere between $200 and $3,000 to use the platform for about 30 minutes is what I'm hearing. Um, but right now, it's it's interesting. They're, they're planning on having um, something like a tiered subscription model uh, in the live streaming platform. So you can, based on what tier you're subscribed to, how much money you're paying, uh, you have special access to the uh, the tools and to the creators that are streaming um and so you also have like a tipping feature much like um you know much like twitch and youtube gaming um it's like a tip jar feature but uh but yeah so that's uh it's kind of like the base of it um but some of the influencers i think who have kind of taken up uh the testing have been vienna sky um tech reviewer andrew Edwards and um, TikToker, Chris Thompson. So those are some of the bigger names that are testing it currently right now. And they've all had positive things to say.
1: Okay, cool. Well, you guys know what I think about getting on the newest, latest and greatest thing when you can is to at least establish your flag and get your name there, your real estate there. So no one else can take your name. Um, I know that Twitch exists. It's been recommended that we even do videos on Twitch, but I'm not that familiar with the format. How is it different from, say, a TikTok or Instagram or, you know, what does that look like? And why do we as interior designers care or maybe even want to be on this platform or not?
0: Sure, so I mean, that really remains to be seen the exact differences between the apps. It sounds very similar. It's just uh, maybe some different features called some different things. Um, and then again, like once we have a full kind of a release, we'll be able to evaluate a little bit more, but it's very similar to uh, to some of those. And that's what we do know now. This, like I said, some of the tip jar features um, They have kind of a similar um, aesthetic, I should say, from from some of the screenshots and things that I've seen. But uh, the the real reason is that there's strong support for group conversations, Interviews, um, you know, even merch integrations later on down the line. So if you're if you're somebody who's an interior designer and who's trying to be an industry leader in the space and is hosting those kinds of conversations, or just wants to do like a weekly conversation with some of your followers about you know ways uh, design tips for maybe your living room or your bathroom or your bedroom, um, that's a great way to also have extra revenue because you can get tips and people can subscribe to your tips and uh, excuse me subscribe to your channel um, in that kind of way uh, similar to Twitch.
1: And there are influencers who are making a living doing just that. Like we just had Maria Killam, right? Yeah. We just had Maria Killam on the show and now she has 150,000 something Instagram followers and people are following her B2C, right? And, and user clients who are following her just for interior design tips. I'm sure she's getting to the point to where if that's all she wanted to do, that's all she'd have to do. So if you're an interior designer and you have um, your business, you have an interior design firm, you're doing hands-on interior design work. Why would that that this platform, the super platform, be something of interest to you to at, at all? Is it something you should mess around with to get more clients, or is it something you should even put any effort into? Why? What is the importance of being a, an industry leader or a thought leader if your main goal is, hey, I just want to do rooms and get clients?
0: Yeah. I mean, it, just that, what you just said right there, if you want to just do rooms and get clients, the, you're going to have more <laughs> clients. You're going to have a, a bigger presence uh, with Things like this it's it's more relatable right if you're trying to be a relatable person which of course you are as an interior designer that's you know 90 percent of your business is being a relatable person and having great taste and so if you if you are that kind of person you can easily project that those kind of personality traits and who you are and your brand uh with something like super uh or you know like a twitch things like that it's just um it's an easy you know relatively an expensive you know in terms of your time as well as your money way to kind of get in front of uh, people and it's something that i think could really benefit a lot of people if they just took the time to do it especially early on here Um, we've seen on instagram how much um, facebook boosts and instagram boosts uh, posts and things you do on their early platform look at reels right if you take reels for example post a reel right now they're kind of going crazy right they're getting a lot of traction Instagram is really, really pushing um, that platform, that feature. And so the same thing is going to happen with Super as it starts to release. You want to get in on this early. You want to jump in and be one of those early movers in this case, because there could be some real advantages to some uh, you know, fast follower growth if you have some value to add in terms of your space.
1: Alrighty, cool. Well, I am, I'm curious to see what, what it even looks like. I'll, I'll go in there and fiddle with it. I guess if they approve my little application, I mean, they reached out. I guess that doesn't necessarily mean I'm in. But if you guys have a um, an invite to try it out, go try it out. I mean, it's, you know, it's better than a sharp stick in the eye. It doesn't cost anything. You can go fiddle around with it and at least set up your flag. I like the idea of it.
0: I was going to say, and you can definitely uh, go, we can put a link in the description below. You can go check out the website. It is live. It's beta in the beta mode, but you can kind of go poke around and see what's going on in there too, if you'd like.
1: All right. And again, that is super. I like the name. I think it's pretty super. super. <laughs> yeah, pretty super. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gavin, thank you for joining us.
0: Of course. Thank you. Many new sesh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Today's guest, Michael Unbroken, went from homeless to hero with an ACE score of 10. Michael found his way from stuck hurt and broken to being the actual hero of his own story. Today, Michael has coached thousands of trauma warriors around the world to learn how to love themselves, get unstuck and to be unbroken. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Michael Unbroken to the show. Hey there, Michael Unbroken. Welcome. How the hell are you?
2: I'm absolutely amazing, my friend. Pleasure to be here with you today
1: pleasure to have you here today. And Today we're going to unpack some mindset stuff, how it uh, can make you or break you in the business world. And you have a terrific little angle, I should say, uh, is, and it's coming from having a positive mindset, positive attitude, and being successful in business when you have trauma. In your life. So tell us a little bit about that, your background, and why you're an expert to speak to that. And we'll dig in. I'm super, super curious as to where this episode's going to go.
2: Yeah, totally. I'll I'll give the elevator pitch. So when I was four years old, my mother, who was a drug addict, actually cut off my right index finger. So that's where we start. Okay, that's a good start. Yep. Stepfather, super abusive, beat the crap out of my brothers and I, hospitalized me multiple times, homeless for the majority of my childhood. I lived with over 30 different families between eight to 12. Um, I became a drug addict at 12 years old. Uh, By 13, I was drinking every day. And by 15, I was expelled from school for selling drugs. And one of the really incredible things about the chaos of all of that is A, I learned how to read people really well. And then B, I got put into a last chance business skills program. So I still had the opportunity to graduate, which I then started to learn to write cover cover letters and resumes and interview and all that stuff. Still didn't graduate. I have no high school diploma. I have no college education. By the time that I was 20, I landed a job with a fortune 10 company and I made $96,000 $96,000 at 20 years old, right? Wow. My mission was to, my mission was to make a hundred thousand. I fell a little bit short of that, but it was important to do it legally because I've been in handcuffs more times than you can count a family in prison for life. And my three childhood best friends have been murdered. Wow. So w- wow. When, when I say that I understand the impact of trauma on life, like I get it. And, and the thing that people have to understand is causation and correlation right Mm -hmm. everything that ever happens to us whether we like it or not is on a linear path from the day we're born to the day we die everything is point by point by point however within that linear path there are all these peaks and valleys these really high highs these really low lows and that's called life that's called life and like in life the things that happen to us they can destroy us which i assure you they did for me because by 26 I was 350 pounds, smoking two packs a day, drinking myself to sleep. I wasted a million dollars and I was 50 grand in debt, right? Wow.
1: Yeah.
2: How does that happen? Well, it happens because the same reason why you hear people all the time say money doesn't buy you happiness. It's because the things in life that you focus your attention on are the things that you are going to reap. And so I'm sitting here partying like a psycho, getting drunk every weekend, eating like, you know, consuming McDonald's 20, literally 20 times a week. And I'm like, oh, why is my life terrible? And (laughs) as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as people who have side hustles, we always think like the thing that's going to solve the problem is the thing that we do externally. But I'll tell you right now, I never bought a pair of shoes that made me love myself right? Yeah. And and the thing that people have to really, really latch on to is recognize that there is a rhyme and reason to everything that happens in our lives.
1: Okay, Michael. So there's a lot to unpack there. And you've been through hell and back. You you literally have and, he- and back again. So um, from a personal standpoint for me, I'm, this is very interesting to me on having past trauma. I have childhood trauma. I have... Um, Adult trauma. It's it's funny to hear you say not funny, I guess, but it's just an interesting kind of parallel. I was a police officer, right? You were like, I've been in handcuffs more times than I can count. I put people in handcuffs more times than I count. I've been in shootings. Sure. I have child-related trauma. I have adult-related PTSD. So let's let's talk. Let's unpack that. And I know that a lot of people are affected by trauma and how they comport themselves and their mindset and their self-esteem and how they feel about themselves as far as worthiness and moving forward. How, where did, where does one begin to, to start looking at that and overcoming any negativity that you have about your mindset before we get into even how it affects you in business? You know what I mean? I'm kind of rambling a little bit, yeah. but
2: No, no, I I follow. And and look, it's a difficult topic, right? And it's something that impacts so many of us. But step one is the hardest part of this entire process. And that's, Acknowledgement, mm-hmm. you know, because, and that's not culpability. Let's be very clear about that, right? The bad things that happen to us often are not our fault, whether you're five or seven or 25 or 50, right? Bad things happen. Like that is a part of life, but with all the bad, there are good. There is a yin and yang to the universe. And with acceptance, it's simply sitting in the truth of the reality. Not running from it, not hiding from it, not stuffing it down, not drinking yeah. it away, not banging everybody on the internet, right? It's, it's simply coming back, being in this moment of solidarity with self and going, I'm hurting right now. Yeah, These bad things happen. And look, you can play the victim if you want to play the victim. Like I will never take that away from anybody. I, I did it. Trust me. You, yeah, you don't end up where I was at 26 years old because you love yourself, right? I was yeah. blaming the world, blaming society, blaming the community, my family, Obama. Like it was everybody's fault. It was never <laughs> Michael's fault. And then you have to realize the truth about life. Like when you go look in the mirror, you can't lie to yourself. And if you're hurting and if you're suffering the chances of you being able to pull yourself through that alone are damn near impossible. And people are stuck in this mindset still, even all these years, all this social media, all the conversation about mental health, people are terrified to ask for help because they believe that it's weak. And I'll argue with you all day long. It's the strongest thing you can ever do. And it was singularly me reaching out to therapy, group therapy, men's group therapy, AA support groups, uh, You know, adult survivors. Like, I did everything just so I could be like, oh, wait a second. I'm not alone in this. Sh-. And that's the thing that people, people are always like, yeah, I want to shift. I want to have a different life. You have to do different things, right? You have to do different things. So I looked at my life at 26 years old. I'm like, okay, I'm smoking two packs a day, cheating on my girlfriend. I'm drunk every single day. I'm in massive debt. I'm probably going to die within two years. Okay, cool what can I do differently, right? People are always seeking better. They're like, how do I make my life better? Darla, I don't know how to measure better. I can't lay better on the table and look at it in a comparative way. There's too many variables. It's an equation that doesn't make sense, but I can measure different because I can go, what did I do yesterday? Okay, cool. Can I do one thing different today? And if I do one thing different today over the course of a year, that's 365 freaking different things. Your life will be different if you do different things. But it all starts with simply sitting in the truth of where you're at today and going, maybe this isn't what I deserve.
1: I think that's the hardest part, too, because even speaking for myself and mine pales in comparison next to yours and probably some other people listening, but still, it's valid, right? I don't want to diminish that. It's just sitting and... And saying, okay, this is reality. This is how I'm reacting to this. I am doing super size me. You know, I think the one thing I haven't done is sleep with everybody on the internet. <laughs> right. But I've coped, I've coped, right. I've coped in uh, a lot of different ways, but, uh, I, you know, you do go see, i seeking outside help, seeking therapy, doing that was instrumental. And in, uh, as a law enforcement uh, veteran of 18 years, boy, they frowned upon that. It, it is still a stigma, even it's with all makes the, no sense. yeah, it, with all the mental health um, advocacy and forward thinking that we're seeing now, it's just still, some people are still getting it stigmatized with seeking help. Okay. So that, that would be the first step. Definitely recommend doing that. So in dealing with that, and and dealing with trauma in a mindset but let's talk about why it's so important when you're when you're a business owner and you're moving forward as, in the way you see the world the way the world sees you and not burying that and how that's going to impact you moving forward running a business if we don't address these issues
2: well think about this all It's very simple If the narrative that you have about yourself is I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not capable enough, I don't believe in myself, I'm a loser, I'm dumb, I'm ugly, I'm a piece of shit, you're living into what everyone always told you that you were going to be, that was embed, ingrained, and enmeshed in you in childhood. And then you're in this place where your self-talk is so detrimental that if you said some of that shit to me, I would punch you in the face. And you're expecting to be successful. There's a disconnect there. Yeah. Right. And, and look, think about this. What is the service of the human brain survival? That's number one. That's the only thing it cares about. The other, which is a parallel, is to make meaning of stimulus. And so when your brain is operating and functioning in these two spaces, it's measuring everything that ever happens in your life. So in your developmental years, you're growing up, your parents are abusive like mine, or maybe it's even just in passing in third grade, Miss Smith embarrasses you in front of the class. You shut down emotionally because the brain has an autonomic response to those stressors say, wait a second, it's dangerous for, be, for me to be me. And since it's dangerous for me to be me, I have to do everything possible to survive, which means I have to placate and chameleon and pretend to be anything that you need so that I'm safe. So if the most dangerous thing that you can do is be yourself, and the worst part, Darla, is for a period of time that serves you because it keeps you safe. You know this, you've seen this going into the homes of abused children that they are so dissociated. They don't know which way's up, right? Well, think about that. If That becomes your software, your programming in youth, and it serves you and your brain recognizes that being you is dangerous and being you means I'm not good enough, strong enough, capable enough, I'm not worthy. Then when you're 26, 35, 60 years old, you're running a business every single time that it's your time to shine. What do you think happens? Self-sabotage, delay, fear of success. People are more scared to succeed than they are to fail. We're we're used to failing. Failing is easy. Anybody can fail, but only people who are paying attention can actually succeed. And success isn't monetary, especially in business. I mean, I've worked with Fortune 10 companies. I've consulted amazing brands. I've built retail businesses. I've built eight-figure businesses. And the only way that you can do that is when you start to shift the way that you talk to yourself. Because self-belief truly is everything. And here's why. Like people, and you've used the word a couple of times, mindset. People talk about mindset all the damn time, especially in personal development and especially in entrepreneurship right now because it's cool. But nobody tells you what mindset is. And so I'm going to tell you what that is. And if you pay attention, I swear to God, your life will be different Okay. because this is how I've done it for me and thousands of people that I've coached around the world. Mindset is this. What you think becomes what you speak. What you speak become your actions and your actions become your reality. So if you are telling yourself that you're a loser, you're a piece of shit, you're not good enough, well, guess what? Your actions will mimic that and that will be the life that you live in. So how do you get out of that?
1: That is the million-dollar question. How do you get out And
2: I'm going to give you the answer. All right. You take a pen and a piece of paper and you write down what I'm about to say and you convince yourself that it is true. I I'm the kind of person who is kind to myself. I am the kind of person who is kind to myself. Why? Because when you are faced with the difficulties and the challenges of creating the life that you choose to have, when faced with those moments, you will ask yourself, what would a kind person do for themselves right now? Would they show up? Would they make the call? Would they execute? Would they get up on time? Would they make their bed? Would they brush their teeth? Because sometimes that's where it starts. And then more so, would they face the truth that they need help in building the business and creating contacts and funnels and emails and newsletters and systems and product management and all of it? Because a kind person wants to see themselves succeed. And so when you start acting through a scope of kindness, not only in business, but in all aspects of your life, maybe you quit smoking, you quit drinking, you leave the job that you're suffering, you leave the relationship that's toxic, you put boundaries up with your parents that you've never done before because they always just take from you. Well, guess what? If you're acting in kindness, your life will be a reflection of that. So if you want to change your mindset, it all literally starts with how you think, but without action, you're just daydreaming.
1: I love it. That That's incredibly helpful. I'm listening to a book and God help me. I can't remember the title exactly, but he started off with um, just, I like myself, which is a little bit similar. I am the type of person who is kind to myself. I love that. That's a very good stepping off point. Wingnut Social is now accepting full-service clients for social media management. If you are overwhelmed and don't know what, when, where, or why to post, or even if you're just too damn busy and don't want to spend your precious $300 an hour design time on Facebook and Instagram posting ineffective content, then head on over to wingnutsocial.com. Hiring Wingnut Social is a no-brainer, and I'll tell you why. Because you're going to have your very own digital marketing team for your firm without the payroll taxes, the workers' comp, the health insurance, the 401ks, the sick days, or the drama, or the headaches. And we are the very best at what we do. And that is no joke. You can go check out the reviews, wingnutsocial.com, real marketing, real results, wingnutsocial.com. Doing something like that and convincing yourself, because you did say convince yourself that this is true, that you believe yeah. this, to get your brain accustomed to the fact that that is your reality, is that what's going to throw out that 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 reptilian part of your brain that is is fighting the success and fighting because you what you said before was brilliant, that you have learned or you, from the trauma that being yourself is dangerous, that acting behaving like yourself has these repercussions is. Is that enough to untrain the brain to have that visceral fear?
2: On a long enough timeline. Okay. Right? Initially, the way that you change and you really see this massive shift happen in your life is twofold. One, you have to deploy massive patience. It's going to take you longer to do this than you think it's going to take you. And two, you have to truly recognize that you're having a biological experience. You need to understand neuroscience, neuroplasticity the brain and the body. One of the things that I did that probably I would recommend everyone on planet Earth does is I, at one point in my life, I got certified in nutrition and personal training, and I have over 30 trauma-informed certifications and certificates because I realized that the very thing that we need as human beings is education about what being a human being actually means. And we're denied that. So if you can understand how you get triggered and end up in a sympathetic state because your amygdala is misfiring because you got triggered because of a smell as you walk down the street that sparked a memory that happened when you were three years old. Well, now you can combat that. People just so often are just like, oh, I'm just going to try these things and my life will be different. Your life will be different, but the triggers don't go away. The impact of the past doesn't go away. You have to learn how to manage it and you have to learn how to be aware when it actually shows up because I can promise you, and I, I tell people this when they sign up for coaching with me, when they get into Think Unbroken, when they step into this world, this is a rest of your life game. Like I am the trauma coach. like I'm the guy that people come to when they are suicidal, when they are stuck, when they are their business is failing, their relationship is failing, I'm the guy that they call. and I still get triggered. I've been doing this for over a decade. But you know what's interesting? Whereas a, th- something that triggered me or would keep me stuck for weeks is now seconds yeah. because I understand the human biology, and that's really the trick is you have to educate yourself because growing up, Yo, when's the last time you used anything from history class?
1: I can't remember. You know what I'm
2: going to say? Exactly. This westernized education system is a farce and a lie, and it sets you up for failure, and you have to be willing to self-educate. And that requires you understand. Like, think. All right. Hold on. I'm going to say something that's really going to hit people.
1: All right. When you build an
2: Ikea, when you build a freaking Ikea bed, you read the instructions. You can't build one without reading it. It does not work. I've tried (laughs) it. Trust me. It doesn't work. Why the hell are you going through life without reading the instruction manual of the human body and the brain by just educating yourself with the bare minimum, a couple, two hour courses, you're set. You'll understand at a deeper scope why you do the things that you do, because everything is based on the human chemicals that are produced in our brain, the actions of the prefrontal cortex, the reason why the hippocampus stores memories. Like if you don't understand these things, you're in trouble. And that's the thing that gets left off the table in this conversation is people like just switch your mindset. That's not good enough you've got to understand how the actual chemical actions in your brain are impacting your day-to-day life.
1: I think that is super important. Like uh, my therapist, she was talking to me about uh, the amygdala, you know, and how you were know, and survival and there's a way to get out of that. And there's this little trick she taught me and I don't know if it really works, but it works for me, so I guess that's all that counts. Is that if you're if you're in anxiety or if you're having panic or if you're having fear, if you're having those triggered thoughts, that's what's firing so you want to get the frontal frontal lobes firing again to put you back into a uh, level of reality. And she said, grab some ice <laughs> or something mm. to shock you back into that. And yeah, like, shocks
2: your system. Yeah,
1: shocks your system back into like, oh, and it, it really calms you down. Now I don't have ice readily available all the time, but I'll just like squeeze my hand and and feel that and it and it takes me out of it, which is a nice little trick. It might work for someone out there listening. So Michael, tell me how important it is for someone, whether you have trauma or not, when it comes to mindset in your business to invest in some type of mentorship.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's everything, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, uh, and, and start where you're at, right. Mentorship, especially God, we are so lucky. Like, I really don't think people understand how lucky we are that you have freaking YouTube. Yeah. Like for real. Because when I started this journey, YouTube was just cat videos, right? <laughs> and and I was going to the library, I was checking out books, I was reading anything I could. There were podcasts, they weren't really podcasting. You'd have to go to some weird website and download them and put them on your iPod. And like, I was consuming information. So start where you are, but recognize that you have to start somewhere. And And getting the information through books and through audio and video formats, is amazing, but you've got to be willing to go to the next level because there are levels to life. There are levels to what you can learn, what you can attain, what you can, especially in business, stop trying to build businesses by yourself. Stop.
1: Yeah.
2: Go and find support of communities of mentors, of leaders who have done what you're trying to do. You know, today I look at the mentors who are literally in my life. You know, a lot of people know Grant Cardone, eccentric sure. billionaire, undercover brother, uh, undercover billionaire, <laughs> undercover <laughs> brother is a terrible movie, <laughs> undercover billionaire. And so Grant actually is a business partner of mine. He invested in Think Unbroken. I work with Tony Robbins every single month. I've Tom Bilyeu has been my mentor for over six years. I had to pay to play. You have to put yourself in the room. You have to show up. You have to invest. People have handbags that cost more money than the entirety of what they've invested in their personal development and their business development. That is a sad truth.
1: That is, yeah.
2: Well, well, and and look, and people invest in those things and they're like, my business isn't working. Yeah, no, right? You want your business to work. Go learn from people, mimic, model, master, pay attention. Success leaves clues. We hear this all the time. Do something about it. And look, the, the first time I ever invested in myself in a significant way, I was 28 years old, so almost a decade ago, and I spent $97 on a Brendan Burchard course on the internet. And I was freaking terrified because <laughs> I was like, $97, this guy can't help me. Ninety. This is so stupid. I'm going to pay a guy to help me. You got to shift your mindset. Into this is an investment in myself. One dinner for so many people is the difference between a course that could change everything. And the more that you invest, the more that you're going to want to invest because you're going to realize the growth that you have. And so now I'm like, how do I invest $9 million into my personal development? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's levels. And when you get in the rooms with the right people who are speaking into you, who are problem solving the very thing that you've been smashing your head against the keyboard for two weeks, they figured out 10 years ago. Go and put yourself in the place where you can find success through other people's success. I think that's a really important point.
1: I tend to be kind of hard headed. I'm a rock. I'm an island, and like to do everything by myself. But the times where I have reached out and gotten the business coach or the mentors, it's it's amazing that when you open yourself up to those possibilities that you learn what you didn't know, (laughs) you know, you don't know what you don't know. And you make those connections, you make those, those networking connections. And with, I just think that is incredibly important. And I've grown a lot more because I've made those connections. So that's a very, very important point.
2: I have a, I have a theory. I cannot play it out in real time, but I think that I'm correct. For every $1,000 that you invest as a business owner, you will make $100,000. That's my theory.
1: Okay. Just right. something
2: to plant a seed to think about.
1: That's a good theory. All right. Then I should be a multimillionaire soon.
2: <laughs> soon. <laughs> on a long enough timeline. <laughs> on a long enough timeline.
1: All right. Michael, is there anything that I've forgotten to ask you on this subject before we get into the what up wing it round?
2: No, I think that it's just really, really important for people to recognize to start where you are. Don't be comparative. Don't Don't put yourself in this position of saying that you're not worthy, that you're not going to get it. It it really comes down to, you just have to be able to go look in that mirror and be like, I love you. I'm good with where you are, but I want more. And you're allowed to have more. You deserve it, but you got to earn it.
1: Awesome. Now I have to ask you, are you ready for the what up wing? I'm ready. All right. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be?
2: No excuses, just results.
1: You're stuck on a deserted island, but you can have your favorite food forever. What's it going to be?
2: Uh, I don't actually have a favorite food. Gummy bears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. And last but not least, please recommend a book that has impacted you either personally or professionally.
2: Radical Acceptance by Tara Brock. Okay, why? Uh, because it really does talk about in-depth about being kind to yourself. It, it was a beautiful catalyst in this journey for me.
1: All right. I'm going to put that in my Audible queue. Michael Unbroken, please tell the audience where they can go to find out more about you, and we will call it a day.
2: Yeah. um, Everybody can come and join our free community with hundreds of trauma warriors who are trying to change their life together. It's zero dollars to come in. It just only costs your ability to show up and invest in yourself. If you go to thinkunbrokenacademy.com.
1: Michael, thank you so much for joining us. It's been amazing. My pleasure. All right. I'll be honest. Listening to Michael today as a guest on the show, there was a couple of times I had to swallow really hard and try not to cry <laughs> on the camera. Um, he, he said a couple of things that really resonated with me and reached pretty deeply. And I hope that If you are listening to this and you needed to hear any of this, that it it resonated with you as well. So I really appreciate that. Thank you for being on the show, Michael. Make sure to check out thinkunbroken.com if that's something that you're interested in. And if you're out there and you're struggling or you're suffering or you're dealing with any kind of the same or trauma or childhood trauma, adulthood trauma, current trauma, get help. Right. Go out there and get help. Don't try to do it by yourself. Don't be don't be a statistic. You know what I'm what I'm saying? It's it's very it's easier said than done. It's really important to love yourself and to to talk to yourself in a loving kind of way. And I'm sure if my fiance was hearing this, she would say, <laughs> Hey, why don't you practice what you preach? Because we are all not all of us, but we are our own worst enemies. And I know I'm really hard on myself and just recently. Not recently, but I guess a year and a half ago, as it is now, out of a ten-year relationship, and I carry some of that with me, and some of the things that were said, and they still reflect. And I'm like, "Am I this person? Am I, you know, you're, am I this person, right?" That I was told I was, you know, and I still do carry that with me, and I'm not really. But sometimes things are hard to escape. That people say if they're mean to you, or if they they speak to you in a certain way for a certain amount of time, you start to believe it. And that's when we're children and, and things happen. What Michael said about, you know, we learned that by being ourselves, that's dangerous. So I need to change. I need to do this so I don't get scolded or I don't get punished or I, or even worse, depending on the circumstances. Um, that's a lot to unpack. That's a lot to deal with. And whether or not you have, maybe you weren't beaten, you know, as a kid, or maybe you don't have any trauma like that. Even from a standpoint of, like he was saying about the, the school analogy, if you're talking badly to yourself, or if you're overeating or if you're struggling to, you know, become, be kind to yourself, that's going to show up. That's going to bubble to the surface in some way. And it will end up in some self-sabotaging behavior because by being yourself or or being a hundred percent into owning, you know who you are, and 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 owning that in the past has hurt you, has caused you some kind of trauma, has caused you some kind of pain, has caused you some kind of fear. So when the brain is saying, "Hey, this person's doing really well at business," or they're getting complimented, or they're going to be successful, it it puts your brain your that lizard part of your brain that smaller survival part of your brain into hate um let's shut this down we don't want to be hurt again we don't want to be traumatized again we don't we, we don't want to deal with that so you're going to run into that you're going to run into that sticking point and you need you need to deal with it you can't just bury it and pretend it doesn't exist anyway um he said it much much more better much better than I can say. And I'm kind of rambling. But anyway, I do hope that you enjoyed this episode with Michael. I, I know I did. I got a lot out of it and I'll listen to it um, again. You know, when it comes out, I'll listen to it. I'll go back to it for sure. Remember to head on over to wingnutsocial.com if you need help with digital marketing for your interior design business. And uh, check out the next webinar that's coming up and the Wingnut Academy drop down. Just check that out. Those are free, free, free. We have those every month. And we'll see you next week. Remember, get out there, get uncomfortable, And be great.
0: You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social. But that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786-206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened.
1: Good boy, Mango.